you, you are listening to Off the Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam Banks. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for tuning in to WLXU 93.9 LPFM Lexington. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the hottest talk radio show in Lexington. You can check out our Facebook live stream at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks, or if you are out of the Lexington area, you can download the WLXU app on your smartphone device. Amber Turner, as always, is in the studio with me. Amber, it's been about two weeks since we've been in the studio due to vacation and the studio being closed, but it feels good to finally be back. It feels like we're home. Everything feels back to normal. It does. I'm everything, glad. Everything's right with the world now. I missed it. Usually when I come into the studio, I'm tense, I'm a little anxious, ready to get the show started, but today I was actually just excited to be back. We were just happy to be here. Yeah, so the station, as you guys know, was closed for the 4th of July, so we had to have a replay show. So if you listen last week, we wasn't live. It was actually just the previous show that we've done before. So now we are back. As you can tell if you're watching the Facebook Live, we are back live. This is a brand new episode. Hope everybody had a good 4th of July. It was the time set aside to celebrate the freedom of our country, but it was also nice because I got to go on vacation. A lot has happened in the last two weeks. So in the next hour, we're going to catch you up on everything that's been happening, both locally and globally. But I want to start the show telling you a little bit about what I've been up to. It's been two weeks since I've been here. So I did the show, recorded the show two weeks ago, live after that. Friday, the weekend hit, went to a Reds game, Amber. You know the Reds is something that I always enjoy. You love the Reds. I do enjoy going to the Reds games. But what made this Reds game so special was, one, it was against the team that I hate, the Chicago Cubs. Okay. Absolutely hate them. But for the first time ever, I got on the Jumbotron. I bet that went straight to your head. It did because I felt like I was on the Titan Tron from the WWF. Oh, come on. <laughs> I did. I, I felt like Vincent Man was going to say, get that off the Titan Tron. <laughs> Take it down, I said. Did you envision your theme song playing? It, it, yes. It's so funny that you asked me that because I did. But we got on there and I reacted just like everybody does when they get on the Jumbotron. It's just something fascinating about seeing yourself up on the big screen. Like, did you do the stereotypical like, yeah. Like throw your heart, like arms up and stuff. Well, I was sitting there, and I was—I just got finished telling my friends. I said I have been to several sports games before: football, basketball, professional, college. It doesn't matter. I said I've never been on the jumbotron of any sporting event, and I—I swear to you. After I said that, five seconds later, I'm sitting there and I see myself on the jumbotron, and I didn't. It didn't register at first, and I said, "Huh, that guy kind of looks a lot like me." And I scratched. You did not say that. I did to myself, and I scratched my arm, and the guy on the screen scratched his arm at the same time. I was like, "Wait a minute, that is me," and I was like, "Oh!" I threw my hands up, and everybody else around me, my friends that were with me. They did the same thing. It was fun. It was a good game. We sat in really good seats. We sat in prime territory, though, to get hit by a foul ball. Please tell me you got hit. The girl beside me did. Oh. The girl directly beside my buddy. So it was me, uh, two other friends, and then the girl that was not with us, she got hit by a foul ball. We seen it. It smacked her leg. Ow. People think, oh, no, it ain't going to happen. It can. And the thing about it is, is if you get hit in the right place by a foul ball, it could kill you. Oh, yeah. It's happened before. Did you know that people have died at baseball games because they got hit with foul balls? 
Seriously? Yeah. I almost it almost happened to me. I was at a Reds game and it was sitting in very similar seats and I almost got hit. If I hadn't have ducked at the very right moment, it would have happened. There was a woman that was at a Dodgers game two years ago, maybe last year, she was celebrating her like 80th birthday, her 50th wedding anniversary. She got hit by a foul bond died. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it happens. And people, there needs to be some type of safety net up there, really. But who wants to go and just look through a net the entire time? So Nobody. Some teams have adopted it and have has done that, but... I mean, it's a nice safety protocol, but I mean, I would probably still take the risk yeah. and just go. The Reds game was a lot of fun. I also went on vacation. I talked a little bit about that just a couple of weeks ago. I was leaving for Myrtle Beach. I love Myrtle Beach. The Dirty Myrtle. I flew. It was a quick flight, 56-minute flight, so you're up and down. You're only cruising in the air for about 10 minutes. I am petrified to fly. <laughs> Flying is the only way to go. Don't get me wrong. It's It gets you from point A to point B very, very fast, but I'm scared to death to fly. So I, Amber, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just going to have to break down and go to the doctor next time I fly and say, look, you're going to have to give me something. I need a tranquilizer. You, you're going to have to give me something. Fees it. Fees it. It was fine, though. It was fine. The the plane, it was very quick. Very was it smooth. a smooth flight? Very smooth. And you can't ask for nothing better than that. Because we had a lot of bad weather, so I was curious about that. We did. And I started off the flight sitting next to some people that were very talkative. And, you know, we've shared this before. We don't like to be chatty on airplanes because nope. we like to focus on just flying. We yep. just like to focus on getting there. And I sat beside some really chatty people. It was interesting because these people were very friendly. They were best friends. They talked about being best friends all their life. They were on the flight coming home. They wasn't speaking to each other. Oh. I said, what happened? I was like, y'all are best friends. And they're like, yeah, we're not talking about it. So, Like, was it a girl-girl combination? It was a girl-boy combination. <gasps> oh. A girl-boy combination. So who knows? Use your imagination. Oh, that could be some scandalous drama. Yeah, about what happened. But, hey, I told them about Off the Cuff. I told them I hosted a show. So if you're listening, either one of you guys, I want to know what happened in Myrtle Beach. I need to know what happened What happened between you two in Myrtle Beach? So call the studio if you want to. I will answer (laughs) your phone call. And... We're going to need a play-by-play. I'm going to need a play-by-play. I'm going to need the play-by-play of what happened. But Myrtle Beach was a lot of fun. You've been to Myrtle Beach before. Yes. Yeah, there's it's it's one of those places that it's far enough from home where you feel like you're far enough from home, but you still run into some people that you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's always interesting, too. I, yeah, and I did some things that I typically wouldn't do in Myrtle Beach. I ran a 5K. I uh, went golfing. And you love golf, though. I do like to so. golf. And what was cool about golfing was I got to see the Atlantic Ocean while I was golfing. That's chill. Yeah, so... As I was sitting there chipping the ball, I could look over to my right and see the see Atlantic Ocean. See, see, these, some see some waves in. crashing. Okay. It was very nice. Zip lined. Okay. And the older I get, the more fearful I am of heights. So the guy, when I zip lined, I told him to push me. I said, only an idiot is going to jump off of this cliff. So you're going to have to push me. Well, he probably was just banking on any you know person that would make it that far up would probably just jump themselves. <laughs> So he probably was like, dude, what's wrong with you? Like, this is not, this shouldn't be a surprise. Rode the banana boat. Have you ever done that? I have, and that is chill. It is chill until you fall off. Well, you know, old me, 
not so inclined to do it. Young me, love doing it. Dude, I'd fall off. I'd be like, let's go again. $20, take it. Yeah, well, I rode with my aunt, uncle, and my sister. Me and my sister both got slung off of the banana boat into the Atlantic Ocean. I need to know what your sister's response was. You know my sister. (laughs) I know. You you know her. And, (laughs) you know, I say the first thing that probably went through her mind was, ooh, this water is dirty. (laughs) But the first thing that was going through my mind is there's going to be a shark that's going to eat my legs off. I'm going to eat that hairy leg. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) What did you say when you fell off? Seriously, I was just like, I need Internally, I was like, I need to get back on this boat because there's a shark that's going to come grab me. So you didn't say, oh, my toe, (laughs) when you fell off? No. Okay. But I made the best out of it. Who says that when you get older, you still can't have fun? You're back. Uh, I'm Your back. knees, <laughs> oh. my shoulders, my neck, <laughs> my back, my neck. How's it go? No. My neck, my back. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll leave it off there. But Amber, uh, just to get serious here for just a second, I want to mention while I was gone on vacation, I did hear the uh, news about the passing of former Kentucky quarterback Jared. Lorenzen. He died on Wednesday, July the 3rd at the age of 38. Most people in Kentucky know him as the hefty lefty. Uh, He got hospitalized on June the 30th. That was on a Sunday. And he went in the hospital with an infection uh, to his... uh, And he also had some heart and kidney issues. Well, I mean, with his weight, that was probably something that he, you know, probably knew. He probably had issues, you know... For a while. When he played at Kentucky, he weighed 300 pounds. I don't know the exact weight that he got up to, but they were actually doing a documentary about his weight loss. So he started to try to get on the right path, but I don't know if he fell off the wagon a couple times. Well, I would say he probably had a lot of gain a lot, lose a lot, which puts a lot of stress, you know, on your heart. So I would say there were just a lot of factors that played into that, but it was very sad. He was just a complete legend and he still holds the UK records for career total offense with 10,637 yards, career passing yards at 10,354, career pass attempts at 1,514, career completions at 862. He ranks second in program history in career passing touchdowns with 78 and 300-yard passing games at 15. He was named Kentucky Mr. Football in 1998. And uh, he led his high school to a perfect 15-0 season. And just an amazing athlete to be his size. And more than that, he was just an amazing human being. I personally did not know Jared Lorenzen. But everybody that I know that knew him and everybody that I've heard talk about him has nothing but amazing things to say. I don't know what the measure of life is. And I've often wondered that myself. What are we here for? But if the measure of life is by how many people that we touch and impact, Jared Lorenzen, he had a very fulfilling life. Yep. And it's very sad. And especially when people die so young at age 38. He left behind some kids. And uh, I don't know if he was still married at the time. But very, very sad situation there with Jared. Well... Hopefully some good will come from this. I see that, you know, some people have definitely, you know, I feel like it has kind of bridged the gap between Kentucky and Louisville because I think some Louisville players chipped in to put money towards, you know, his funeral. So maybe it can just be like... And that's just another testament of what kind of person Jared was. Bridge some gaps. So people need to keep an eye out on their health. I think that 
this was a wake-up call for a lot of people. Death knows no age. Death does not discriminate. Also, you heard over uh, the last couple weeks, the Disney star, Cameron Boyce, he died at the age of 20. At the height of his career at 20. At 20 years at 20 and, years old. And, and died in his sleep. From a seizure. And it was an ongoing medical condition that he was treating. Yes, he had epilepsy. Is that what it was? That is what it was. He had epilepsy. And it, what he was in, I know him from Grown Ups. He was Adam Sandler's son in Grown Ups. He was Grown Ups, Grown Ups too. Um, he actually played um, opposite Debbie Ryan uh, in a show on Disney called Jesse. He was the little brother. That's where I knew him from because I really like Debbie Ryan. Yeah. Um, so I think out of everybody, I really feel like she has taken this aside from his parents and you know his immediate family she has taken this the worst and i think they even had to like halt production on um insatiable which is a show that she's on on netflix like i think she really had to just take a step back i mean that would i mean that would probably mess with me as well so i understand where she's coming from my goodness it says that he passed away in his sleep due to a seizure which was a result of an ongoing medical condition that he was treating it's very sad to hear about these deaths, especially people that die so young. But ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Off the Cuff's first commercial break. Stick with us because we have more, lots more right here on Off the Cuff. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in the studio with me. There was a local Lexington woman by the name of Sequoia Collins, and she is being charged with a DUI after running a red light and crashing into a loaded car filled with a family. I know you've heard this story. Sequoia Collins is the young woman who decided to get into her car, get behind the wheel after drinking, and because of her lack of responsibility and her poor judgment, a child is now dead. Not only is there a child dead, but there are two other children that are still in UK pediatric unit. So Sequoia, she's from Lexington, is what I'm gathering, right? Is she? She's here. She's here. I don't know if this is her, if this is her native county or even her native state, but she she is here in Lexington. Okay, so here's what happened. Sequoia is 24 years old. It happened early Friday morning, July 5th. And when I say early Friday morning, it was like it was like one o'clock in the morning. It was like one two. It's like that nighttime, early morning type stuff. And the incident happened on Tate's Creek Road at Lansdale Drive. And police say that witnesses told officers that Sequoia was speeding and ran a red light before hitting the other car that was attempting to turn left from the Tates Creek Road onto Lansdale Drive. So, but she was speeding. She decided to get behind the wheel and she hit a car that was full of a family and yep. full of kids. And the Fayette County Coroner's Office has identified the young girl who died as 10-year-old Alexa Gomez Hernandez. She died at 6.45 a.m. at the UK Medical Center Pediatric ICU. The children in the car, their ages ranged from 9 to 12. Here's the problem I have with this. We were all 20-something at one point. We all have done some things that are very questionable. But the fact that a little girl is now dead, 
and Sequoia is sitting at home, not in jail. Out on bond. Boggles my mind. I don't get it. I don't understand how a child is dead and a woman is sitting at home right now. You know, you said it. We were, we were all that age. At one point in time, guess what? You and I were always faced with that decision. Okay, there's been times that you and I have been out together late at night, and we've never made the decision to not only endanger ourselves, but endanger those around us. So I don't, you know. The thing about Sequoia is this little girl, at the end of the day, she's dead. Her family is mourning the loss. This little girl's life was just stolen from her. It was. Like a thief in the night, 10 years old, and Sequoia is out getting to enjoy life. Amber, if she wanted to lay back on the couch right now, crack open a Dr. Pepper, she could. She could. Okay, if she wanted to go to Orange Leaf and grab some ice cream, she She could. She can wake up in the morning time and feel the sunshine on her face. If she wanted to go out and have sex right now, she could. Guess who cannot feel the sunshine on their face or eat that ice cream? She gets to have the pleasures of life. It makes me so mad that she's not in jail. Okay, everybody has a right to a fair trial. I'm saying that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. But the fact that she's not in jail and she got released on bond, what kind of judge are you, man? Yep. What kind of judge? What was the bond set at? Well, I Honest think, to God, what was it set at? $50? Nah, it was probably a little more than that. But I think the thing that, that disturbed me the most was, you know, the media put out there that, oh, she had to surrender her license. Well, guess what? That little girl had to surrender her life. So your license compared to that little girl's life, there's no comparison. I don't see. The thing about it is you all know about Jacob Hill. This happened last, I think, 2018 at the beginning of the football season. He was the U.K. student who ran over a or he hit a kid. And killed the kid. Yep. And they found out later that he had been drinking. He admitted to drinking a couple beers before. He got released on bond. Did you know he's not in jail? He's out right now. He could be listening to Off the Cuff right now. Sequoia has the privilege right now to listen to Off the Cuff. Yep. That What I'm so angry about is that these people are not in jail after these lives have been and, taken. And it's not like these were, and I and I would never, you know, say like, oh, you know, if the person was older, then it's okay. But these are children. Yeah. They're children. We were all 10 at one point in time. Yeah. Think of the things that that little girl liked to do. She probably liked to watch JoJo's, that Swisha, whatever her name is. She liked to watch cartoons and eat cereal. She was still innocent. People on the show thread are saying that the bond was set at $1,200. I don't know if that's true, but $1,200? I wonder if it's 10% of $120,000 or like $120,000. I think that's usually what it is. It's like 10%. I but would make the bond a half of... I would make the bond... I'd make it $2 million. I would make the bond a half a billion dollars. A half a billion. Maybe a billion. I might make it a billion dollars. Cash only. Cash only. And because I... I Fayette County... This has happened twice in Fayette County over the last two years. A, a young kid, uh, Mark Well Shimwell, was that, what was his name? Mark Shimwell, the kid that Jacob Hill uh, hit. Uh, I think it was something like that. Some, I'm, I'm not for sure. We'll have to check on it. Yeah, he died after being hit by a guy that had supposedly had a few drinks before he got in the car. I don't, like I said, everybody has the right to a fair trial. They there could be more to the story. There always is. But the fact that while they are awaiting their trial after someone has died, it makes no sense to me that they still get to be out enjoying their life, 
getting to do things that normal people get to do. Have you seen any of the videos that Sequoia has been in since this incident? Like they showed her handing over her license and they made a big deal out oh, of I it. Oh, I told you that was absolutely that absolutely disgusted me. Why? Because again, she had to turn over her license, her privilege to drive. Yeah. But this little girl had to give her life because she, Sequoia still could not even be an adult and understand that you can't be irresponsible and get behind the wheel. Yeah. Don't be irresponsible. If you've got to be irresponsible, because trust me, I've been irresponsible. I'll call an Uber. Back in the day when we were irresponsible, we called cabs. Cabs. Pay 50 bucks, take me home. Sequoia is, you look at her in these videos, you don't see any remorse in her face. No. A child she, is dead. Look at her mugshot. She's smug. She's smirking. She's smirking. In her mugshot. Because she was still drunk. Come on, Fayette County. you got to get a better hold on how you're handling these DUI cases. Charging them for DUI. And then, okay, yeah, I get it. That's what you're going to charge them for because there's not been a trial yet. But the fact that you're letting them out of jail to await their trial, allowing them to enjoy life uh, after a life has been stolen that they took, that they took, that they would still be alive. I just want to know what it's going to take. What else has to happen before we start cracking down on drinking and driving? You will very readily pull me over and give me a $250 ticket if I'm going seven over the speed limit. But I am completely sober and I am going with the flow of traffic. But yet this woman has hit and killed a child and has critically injured two other children. And she's out. She's out. She's out. $1,200. $1,200. Enjoying her life. Mm-hmm. Let's see. It's 4 o'clock. She might be drinking on an iced tea. She's feeling the wind in her hair. Probably watching a rerun of The Hills. Watching her. I mean, it. it, it I, I don't know. But the fact of the matter is that she's not in jail, and I am very disappointed in the judge who let her off without... Um, just that let her pay anything for a bond. Yep. A billion dollars is what I would have set the bond at. You know what? You're still on borrowed time. You because are. even if she does not get her, her judgment during this life, there is another life that we will be get, getting judgment for. I want to know. I want to know what's going to come of this. Because right now, as we stand, she's only being charged for a DUI. Oh, there's no. So There will be protests. No. Is there going to be more added to this? There be- has to be. Because you know, the Jacob Peeled kid, he got... He eventually got charged with, uh, what was it? Was it vehicular manslaughter? I think it was like reckless, let's see. Endangerment, he, let's maybe. Let's see, he was probably reckless driving endangerment, something reckless like that. Reckless endangerment. So eventually some type of charge is going to be added onto Sequoia, but that's not my issue. Like I've said, my issue is the fact that she is out of jail right now. Yep. After her life has been taken. And enjoying. She got to feel the rain today on her skin. Yep. That little girl is having a vigil, I think. Um, if it's not tonight, it's tomorrow night. She's having a vigil. Makes me a little hot. Well, ladies and gentlemen, since that is the case, it's no better time than any to take Off the Cuff's Song of the Week break. So sit back, enjoy the song, and we will be right back with some more Off the Cuff. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. That was better by Khalid. I've played... Khalid a lot. That's the second time I've played Khalid as Off the Cuff's Song of the Week choice. I ain't mad about it. He's How long has he been around? Um, I think I started getting turned on to him probably last of 2018. Cool. Yeah. I like him. He's chill. 
good artist. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back after these words. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Amber is also in the studio with me. That last commercial that we heard, that was our former program manager, Mary Clark. She's now officially gone. We got to meet our we got to meet our new program manager today, Amber. We did. He was chill. I really like him. He gave off good vibes. He, so I was digging it. He gave off good vibes. You know I'm a person that loves good vibes, good energy, and Malik fits that bill. So we're happy to have him here at the Lexington Community Radio family. We really are. I was worried about it. I've been worried about it for a long time. I know. You know, anytime you get that new boss, you get you got you, got, you have a little anxiety. You get anxious, but he was cool. He was cool. I liked him. So, it's raining right now, Amber. It's summertime. Weather's beautiful. Well, weather is so-so. It's hot. I was going to say, this weather is not beautiful. Let me ask you, when is flu season? Uh, Flu season is primarily going to be from like, I would say September-ish. Like, once we start that transition from summer into like fallish, and then it usually does unfortunately run into the spring of the next year. Okay, do you get the flu shot? Yes, I do. Okay, I don't. Uh, uh, let me just explain myself. I don't get the flu shot. I feel like there's some things in your body that's not supposed to be there, and a flu shot is one of them. Now, I want to talk about this kid who recently has been in the news. His name is Jerome Kunkel. He sued his... Oh, man. You know who I'm talking about? Unfortunately. He sued his local health department in March after he refused to get the vaccine, citing his Christian faith. So they wanted him to get a chickenpox vaccine. He refused because he believed, due to his Christianity, right? That Or was it his Christianity? Yeah, I was, think so, yeah. due to his Christian faith that he didn't think things like vaccines should be put in your body. He's well, obviously never had chicken pox. He's obviously never had chicken pox. Now, there is an extent to vaccines that I believe in. I, I think that that was silly. I think that yeah, the fact I'm, that Jerome wouldn't get a vaccine for chicken pox, that's silly. I trust the vaccines that's been on the market for years, like measles, chicken pox, the hepatitis A vaccine. Yes. Those think tetanus shots. I believe in in those vaccines. But when you're talking about a flu shot. Well, hang on. Hold on. I'm going to bring science in. No, wait. When you're talking about a flu shot that has only been on the market, it changes every year. It has to. Because there's different flus. That is when I become skeptical. Well, they just pick the strain that they have been able to isolate at that time, and that is what they will manufacture out. Now, if you do want to look into it, you know, we've got H1N1, and some of those things you do need to look because it does actually, you know, it's going to be how your body reacts to it. So... Do I think that everybody should get the flu shot? I, I'm not really, I don't really care. There's not a preference on that. I get it personally because working in hospital settings, you physically have to have it or you cannot come to work. So it's just been something that's kind of been instilled into my brain. Like, oh man, I can't go, I can't go to work. I can't make money if I don't get this flu shot. So let's go ahead and get it. So it's just something in my brain that I just do. But people who say that the, you know, that the flu shot is, oh, it ain't going to do nothing for you. It does. Unfortunately, just like with everything in nature, we've got mutations. Everybody on the show thread is saying, bring in that science. Amber, let me tell you something. When you get a flu shot, am I lying or am I not lying? 
you feel bad after you get that flu shot. I, it's situational. I have never, I have been getting the flu shot for, I, I think I was like 15 when I first got the first one. So it's 16 years. You don't feel achy. I do not feel achy. You don't feel nothing. I do not. Why is it that everybody I talk to when they get Every, the flu shot, they're like, I feel like I got the flu. But probably because their granny said it and they're going off what their granny said. Oh, I've never gotten the flu shot. I've never gotten the flu. Never been sick from the flu. I mean, I always get the flu shot. I've never gotten sick from the shot and I've never gotten the flu myself. Now, I'm not an anti-vaccine person. I don't want people to think that. My argument is I believe that things that have been out on the market for years, things like the chicken pox. Well, yeah, things that we've eradicated. And tetanus. Things we've eradicated. And hep A. You're not even hitting the big ones. What, what? Measles, mumps, rubella, rubiola. I don't even... What, what is rubiolia? <laughs> what is that? Adam, you need to open up a book. Uh, no, I, I don't know what that is. What is rubiola? Sounds like ravioli. No. I'm going to... Okay. I'm going to start sending you some pictures from some of my physiology book. I have I'm going to make you learn it. Yeah. So did you ever have the chicken pox? I did. Yeah, I did. Because the chicken pox, you bad. Got, you got to think that when we were kids, the vaccine hadn't been created yet. Well, it just hadn't been fully marketed yet. It hadn't been on the market a long time. So I'm glad, honest to God, that my mom didn't give me that vaccine because it wasn't on the market long at the time. Now, in 2019, if I hadn't had the vaccine, I'd get it. Yeah. I'd get it. But I had the chicken pox. I itched. Oh, I have scars. I had like two or three scars on my on my body from it. Let's see. Chad says he's never had the shot and never had the flu. Thank you, Chad. At least somebody else is on my side with not getting the okay, flu shot. Okay, so two people out of how many others? I, I don't know. A lot more. But <laughs> I, think, I think your percentage rate is going to be a lot less than mine. <laughs> now, the word safe means harmless. So people are very scared. They're, they're cautious when they are talking about vaccines. They don't say it's safe because they're saying it's harmless. There's always a slight chance that it could cause some side effects. You've heard of the woman who got just an average flu shot one year. She was a like a cheerleader from a sports you team. You are not bringing that up right you, you now. You know who I'm talking about. She was a cheerleader for a professional who sports team. Who couldn't walk forward, but she could run backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Are we really talking about that right now? The girl who could not walk forwards, but she could run backwards faster than the roadrunner. Yeah. Well, I know. It's pretty silly, isn't it? <laughs> Consider was your that sword. A, was that a fraud? Was that fake? Because why would she do that? I don't think that there was any substantial evidence that that was, what it, <laughs> that that was the case. I cannot believe you brought her up. Now, now some people say that uh, certain shots could cause... Uh, autism. Have you heard that? Uh, you know, Certain I vaccines? think I, I just want to know when it became um, it, it, it's cool to get measles, mumps, rubella, um, even polio, but it's not cool to have autism. I yeah. just want to know when we made that because I would like to go back in time and reverse people's thinking on that. Mm. There is no link. And if people are going to go by what Jenny McCarthy singled out MTV said, you need to wake up. Well, like, her son has autism, so she's pretty. She oh, is pretty educated on that. No, it has been proven false. That was completely false. She put false propaganda out into the world, and people believed her. That is completely and utterly Wait, false. Wait, what was false? That her son was autism? No, her son does have autism, but she said that there was a direct link between vaccines and his autism, and that was completely false. Oh, well, I, I don't. I don't know about that 
probably. It could it be. Was. It could be. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just very cautious with it. I'm just cautious with the new stuff. Now, I don't want people to think that I'm like anti-vaccine. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, do your research and be careful with what you put in your body. You have to think. Things that are naturally not supposed to be in your body doesn't need to be in there. So there's things that help us and there's things that can hurt us. But that can be true with everything we do. The vitamins that we take, yeah. the food that we eat, yeah. the substances that we drink. Yeah. I mean, that can be true through all, you know, through all stages of life. But I mean, science goes to show that we have eradicated some of these diseases. Have you ever seen someone with polio? No. Do you know what polio looks like? I, the only polo I know is the polo. If you that, say Ralph Lauren, right now. <laughs> you took my, you took my joke. Thank you for that. Go ahead. I mean, just yeah. People do your research. That's all I'm asking. Do your research. <laughs> also, what's been happening since we have been away from the studio, Amber, is I don't know if you felt it, but there was an earthquake in California. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am a survivor of the 2007 Murray State earthquake. There was a 6.4 magnitude earthquake that happened in California. A lot of people felt this. Colin Cohert, who hosts a radio show, he's a sports host, he actually was on the air live while the earthquake happened. I've got something that I want to say that's probably weird, but I've always wanted to be in an earthquake. That is very strange. Because I want to know what it feels like. I mean, are you just shaking everywhere and you're just... Did you never ride the Gravitron like at the Gingerbread Festival? Where it sucks you back. Yeah, I would say, and they shake, she jiggles you around. That's probably what it's like. I would say it's very similar to that. Well, he was on the air when it happened. Could you imagine doing the show right now and an earthquake happening? We'd have to play Get Jiggy with it. (laughs) Uh, Judge Judy was filming a... A court show one year when an earthquake hit in California. So it can happen at any time, any place, and especially in the state of California. But I just wanted to always feel like, I always wanted to know what that felt like. Here's what we'll do. You sit in that chair after we go off the air, and I'll come over and shake you real hard. Yeah. And we'll call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, one man died while working on his car during the earthquake. The car fell on him after it was jacked up. He was working on his car, so the earthquake made the car fall on him. I don't. When I say I want to be in an earthquake, I want to be safe. I want to be in a spot where there's nothing that could follow me, and I don't want anybody to get hurt. But you always hear about little tiny earthquakes hitting in Kentucky. I never feel them. I never feel them. We did honestly have an earthquake when I was at Murray State in 2007. I slipped completely through it, but when I woke up, it was like pandemonium on campus. People were freaking out, and you know, everything was shut down. Cance- you know, They canceled classes. I was happy about that. But I slept through it. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know if that's a testament to who I am as a person, but I slept through the earthquake. Kathy on the show thread says, hey, A's. I guess Adam Amber. We are the double A's. People who talk with their hands are awesome people. I can only vision what the other side of the room with... I do talk with my hands. You do. A lot. <laughs> People who can't see the broadcast right now, I really urge you to get on our Facebook live stream because it's completely different. A lot of people say I never look what I sound like either. Um. See, I've known you for 25 years, so I feel like you do look like... But when people meet me, they're always like, oh, I thought you were going to be a lot taller in person. Well, I guess, you know, I, th- I guess I can see that. Well, I'm, I can see that. So sorry to disappoint you. I'm short. Well, you're you're just very formal, you know, when you're speaking. And I guess when we talk, you know, we are very informal and, you know, our accents come out and... 
So, I mean, yeah, I could say that if I was just listening to you on the radio, I'd think you look different. <laughs> I think I look like I sound. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take our last commercial break, and we'll be right back after these words. We come from poverty, man. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in the studio. Last segment of the hour. Thank you for being here with us. Last time we were on the air, we talked about a topic that a lot of people gravitated towards, and I had a friend tell me, he said, what I love about Off the Cuff, what I love about your show is the fact that you bring up so much nostalgia. And I feel like people just like nostalgia. They like to talk about things that they can relate to and the things that they can reminisce on. And we talked about things that our parents told us that we that when we were younger that we later figured out in life was a lie. So I want to kind of go back to that topic, but I want to not really talk about just the things that our parents told us. I want to talk about old wives tales the old things that the old things that you used to hear people say that you still to this day somewhat in the back of your mind you believe it for instance have you ever heard that if you spill the salt you're going to have bad luck yep okay and every time i hear people say that it makes me think of the dumb and dumber scene that's what i was thinking of or terrible things come in threes yep if one thing happens you got two more things that happened to you. Wonder. I wonder where these things come from. And I wonder how true it is. Because every little lie, every little theory comes from somewhere. So I wonder how the whole genesis of some of these things even started. I honestly think that, you know, sometimes my granny would tell me stuff because she just wanted me to get out of her face. And she'd be <laughs> like, look now, sis, you can't do this because this will happen. So I think a lot of it was just she just wanted me to go somewhere else. Like an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Is that true? I don't know. We'd have to ask a doctor. I feel like it's... <laughs> I feel like... Let's get my sister on the line yeah, let's, ask her. Let's get her on the phone. But she... I feel like that if you eat a lot of apples, that's going to give you a lot of sugar. And in return, it could give you diabetes. <laughs> Did you just say diabetes? Diabetes. Uh, Is it diabetes? Diabetes. It's not diabetes. It's not diabetes. So that old man that says diabetes on the commercial, that's wrong? That's just supposed to be a funny, I think. So they let him on the air and say it wrong. I mean, it's diabetes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say. Do you know the old man I'm talking about, the diabetes man? I didn't think he said that, like, on the air. I thought that somebody just made a meme out of it and went with it. (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure that he calls it diabetes. (laughs) You know, I think the best one, and I've been trying to think about how I want to say this, but, you know, we're from the country. Yeah. We're from eastern Kentucky, so, and we were actually talking about this with our new boss. We were talking about gardening. Yeah. And, you know, my granny and my pa grew a big garden man. Huge garden. And you know what they done? They canned a lot of it. They they couldn't eat all that. They canned it for the winter. Yep. And I remember that they always made sauerkraut. I love sauerkraut. I like sauerkraut. Homemade sauerkraut is the best. You can't be from the mountains if you don't like sauerkraut. Well, I just remember one time I was like, okay, I want to go out there and help them because my granny and Paul had an old picnic table that they would do it on. Like everything they had, everything was strategically planned out. Yeah. And I remember one time I went just to run and just imagine little me running, not down a hallway. But I went up and I was like, hey, can I help? And my papa was like, no, sis, you can't because if you, it, my grandfather just basically said that if a woman is on her menstrual cycle at the time that they're doing the canning or the pickling, that it would sour it. 
And I grew up thinking that my entire life that I could not can or pickle things because I would have my menstrual cycle. So I said that to <laughs> I said that to my mother and my father in law, and my mother in law looked at me like I was an alien. So that just goes to prove I think that my grandparents just wanted me to get away. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think a lot of things that we hear, it's because they just don't want us to do something, so they'll they'll scare us to death. Yep. Oh, don't sit in front of the TV because you'll go blind, or don't yep. read a book in a dim room, or or it's gonna hurt your eyes. There's if your ears are burning, someone's talking about you. Oh, if your hands itching, uh, right hand you're gonna lose money, left hand you're gonna get money. You shiver, somebody's walking over your grave. That one used to freak me out. Have you ever, what is it? If you like, you know how sometimes you get random shivers? You do this. I have physically seen you do this. Yeah. You'll get like a random shiver. Yeah. Somebody walked over your grave. What? Oh, you mean like where, where my you're going to be? Yeah, where you're going to be laid to rest. Somebody walked over your grave. What about the old wives' tale that if you dab a baby's pacifier in some whiskey, uh, it could help them with their teething pain? Well, I actually think that would probably be true because they <laughs> yeah, probably get a little drunk. Yeah, they get a little drunk. They ain't worried about their teeth. Anymore. Yeah, they're not going to feel it. So there probably is some. There probably is some truth to that one. I think. I think for every old wives' tale that you know we've heard, we'll say for like every two that we've heard, you know. Half of one might be true. Now, I don't know if you would consider this a wives' tale because I think it's something that actually happened back in the day, but it's still in the back of my mind. I still think about it. Did you ever hear about that time when if you flipped your lights, when you flashed your lights at somebody, it was urban legends. It was gang related. And if you flipped your lights at somebody, they would turn their car around and kill you. Come kill you because to get into their gang that they had to do that. And it's sad because when people are flashing their lights at you, they're usually trying to help you. They're trying to warn you about maybe a cop that's on the side of the road or an accident that you're about to come up on. And it's sad because you flash your lights just to help people out. Yep. And those people would turn, you flash your lights, that means you're a target now. And the people that's trying to get in the gang will turn their car around and try to chase you down. I think that they just told us a lot of these things to just literally scare the life out of us. <laughs> they did not want us to do anything. Urban Legends is a good movie. Urban Legends is a really good movie. If you've never watched Urban Legends, I recommend checking that out. It was 1998 ish. Yeah. I think it's maybe on Amazon Prime right now as well. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's a good. That's a that's a great movie. I mean, because the '90s is when I think the '90s was the comeback for the slasher films. It was with Scream, and I know what you did last summer, and uh, Urban Legend. Urban Legends. You had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre getting started up again. It, yeah, it was good times. Well, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we are out of time, and another episode has been completed here on Off the Cuff. I want to remind everybody that we have a whole list of episodes in the archives that if you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's on iTunes. It's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. This is episode 270. Even though this is episode 12 of, of the radio broadcast, we have a whole history of the show that you can still check out on iTunes. The podcast is always released if you miss this episode. It's always released the following day on Friday morning, so make sure that you subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube to get those new episode updates. You can follow Off the Cuff on Facebook at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks. You could follow me on Twitter at AdamBanks88. You can follow me on Instagram at AdamBanks818. You could follow Amber on her Instagram at Ambu447. And before we go, 
you probably heard Amber saying that she was not running down a hall. I just want to tell everybody where that story <laughs> no, come from. No, we don't need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> she was sick one day. and she, Hang on. Some of our new listeners might not know. Adam and I have been together for 25 years. We have. And we were in grade school together. And so we were like seven, eight at this point. Maybe like third grade, fourth grade. Third grade. She was sick. And I don't know why she didn't use that as an excuse to go home because whenever I was sick, I wanted to go home. But I guess she was toughing it out or her mom didn't want to come get her one of the two. Probably my mother did not want to come get me. So she was sick and she was vomiting. And you know how horrible it is when you're vomiting at school. You just want to go home. Well, I remember walking through the hallway and Amber was running through the hallway and she was just puking. She was just (laughs) projectile vomiting trying to run to the bathroom. And I remember she finally gets to the bathroom, but before she turns the corner to go to the bathroom, she just gives one good projectile vomit (laughs) right before she goes in. And I still to this day don't understand why she just didn't take that right and puke in the toilet. Dude, I was seven. (laughs) Like, I would probably do that at 31 now. Like, it just, it had to come out. And you know, when things have to come out, they just gotta come out. They gotta come out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you again for listening to another episode of Off the Cuff. That is Amber Turner. I'm Adam Banks. And this is Off the Cuff. We will see you next Thursday from 4 to 5. Take it easy.